The following podcast is a live recording of a radio show first broadcast by Fresh FM with assistance from New Zealand On Air. Fresh FM is a community access media station based in Te Tauihu, the top of the South Island, New Zealand. If you or your group would like to know more about how you can have a program on our station, please contact us. Visit our website, freshfm.net, for our contact details.
Well, good evening. This is Totally Wired on Fresh FM, and it's Sunday, February the 13th, 2022. But we're playing stuff from 986, and that was The Smiths and The Queen is Dead. Uh, she's not dead, of course. Is she? Not yet, is she? Yeah, she uh, was able to live. I mean. She's still alive. Yeah. They got her death wrong by uh, a, a, a long time. positive number above, you know, 36 years. Yeah. And counting. It feels like she's going to go on forever, doesn't it? Yeah, she's reach, I mean, reaching her I mean, 90s, she's, mid she's 90s. She's right, still walking around. Mm, it's fantastic. Yeah. Because yeah. she's been a good monarch, so. Yes. So is, is Charles going to be the next one? He's not. Aren't they going to kind of skip over him? I there hope. is talk about it in the UK. Right. Um, yeah, if you, did, if you didn't know, um, there's people who really don't want Charles to be um, king because he had an affair with a woman called Diana. No, um, no he married Diana. No, he ma- married Diana. Yes. Then had an affair with Camilla. Camilla mm. And they divorced him and Diana. And unfortunately, Diana lost her life in a car crash. And yes. people have just sort of gotten bitter about it. Yeah. But then also he's... I mean, that show of infidelity and how he treated Diana was... It it, it, it disturbed the English public and it, it continues to this day. I think, I think day. They, were, they were more disturbed by the fact that he was a bit of a, bit of a kind of ecologist and a bit of a uh, royal hippie uh, in, in, the, in the 70s and 80s. There's that too, and there's he, a political... He used, to, he used to talk to his plants. I, oh, think, yeah. I think people thought that was just kind of strange. <laughs> yeah, at the time... Well, in fact, talking to plants is, is probably well known to be quite good for plants. Yeah, I think that's scientific research that says that plants I think, I think there is. Uh, thrive in the I've midst of human I've very good research about conversation. Plant, plants being able to hear. Yes. Yeah? yeah. That they grow towards running water. Mm. And they can only do that if they can hear the water, surely, or feel the vibrations of the water. But the experiments that I read about, sorry if it's, it's boring everyone now, no, um, where they didn't have actual running water, they had just a recording of running water. Oh. So there were no vibrations involved. So actually the plant still grew towards it. That's fascinating. Yeah. Mm. I thought so. Other people might not, Jack. Mm. So it's 1986. Um, apart from the Queen not being dead, what else was happening? Um, the biggest event of 1986, I think, was the explosion of the Soviet nuclear reactor at Chernobyl. Oh, goodness, yeah. Um, because throughout the Cold War, there was lots of rumours about, you know, nuclear weapons. Oh, who's going to ship, you know... Yes. Send a nuclear gonna, missile. Oh, destroy man. the world and first. And people yeah. were just ripping their hair out, thinking about nuclear bombs, nuclear bombs. But nuclear power, yeah. nobody was talking about that. No. And that was the biggest nuclear disaster of the 20th century, um, before, you know, Hiroshima and Nagasaki. Um, so Chernobyl was a massive nuclear um, power station, and it was also a town and a city. Uh, unfortunately, though, they really... Um, cut a lot of corners when building this reactor um, and then there was a lack of safety oversight yeah. and then on top of that they were conducting experiments at that um, reactor and the experiment went horribly wrong and as a result uh, the reactor exposed, exploded, uh, nuclear radiation was sent out and traces of it could even be found in Sweden and Finland uh, and thousands and hundreds of thousands of people were displaced by this disaster Yes. yeah it, it, it's, uh, I mean, people people who are too young to remember it, which is a lot of people, mm. uh, are lucky enough that there's a very good TV series called Chernobyl, which is one of the best things you can ever see. Yeah. Uh, and it does show this kind of like really quite backward, or well not backward, but just... Uh, Cynical view on um, 
bureaucracy, I think, or yeah, yeah. bureaucracy and, and technology responsibility and, as well. Yes, that's right. Yes. Yeah, very much so. And 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 the the the, the state uh, uh, of Russia. I mean, the, mm, the government yeah. of Russia kind of really kind of. Did you know that Soviet whalers role? only used thirty percent of the whales that they caught? Sorry, Soviet. Soviet whalers only used thirty percent really of the whales. Now, they we? We're skipping around all over the place. I'm, I'm just going to bring it up because Soviet whalers only use thirty percent of the whales they caught. Why would they only use thirty percent? Well, because the reason why they were catching the whales was because it was part of their quotas, their ah, plans. I see. And, and they, they had, had to, to catch quotas them just to, to make, make the quota. Yeah. Isn't that terrible? Yes, it, yes, it is, and so, it's so. I mean, I mean, apart from killing whales is terrible. And I it's specifically a problem within the Soviet um, mindset. Yes. And it's a cynical thing of just, oh, I just have to do this thing and I'll be good in society. Yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah. There's no thinking about the use of the whale and yeah. there's no actual respect for, you know, how things should be used. It's yes. There's just um, obedience to the a mm. command from above. Yes. I guess that happens in a lot of countries like that, doesn't it? Yes, yeah, it does. It still does today, probably. Yeah. Just to go completely, continue on with whales a little bit, Iceland mm -hmm. are going to stop whaling in the next few years, I believe. Oh, nice. Yeah, which is good, because they, they are one of the countries that still uh, kill whales. As long as they can, you know, uh, keep the stocks down, or I mean stock up. I mean, yeah. The stocks of whales. Yeah. Yeah, they're going to stop whaling, so just the mm. whales will hopefully reproduce and grow again. That's good. Yeah, it is good. All right. Uh, should we play some music rather than talk all night? What do you think? Yeah, I think we should play some music. Yeah, because I'll get a sore throat. Yeah. Uh, this is The Weather Prophets. <laughs> Sadness with a palm on my head. 
the weather prophets and almost prayed not as jack thought i said the whaler prophets which would have been yeah that would have been a good like, like follow incredible timing and and programming wouldn't it really? mm, it would have been yeah so whilst i was playing we got a f- i just got a phone call to say that that, that well someone who, who looks after social media for tr- uh, fresh fm that this this we've done 200 programs yeah and that's like a some kind of record no not a record it's a record for us it's really, milestone. we could possibly keep it going yeah and then what did i ask you just then what did I ask that we need to do this evening? Take a photo. Right, and you said... We're not dressed for it. We're not dressed for it. <laughs> uh, I mean, in a, I'm in a sort of really musty hoodie. Musty? Yeah. I haven't you showered. Can't, you can't smell on the photo. It's okay. I guess so, but... <laughs> We're not mm. dressed for it. I love that. That's such a funny thing to say, Jack. Mm-hmm. Have we ever dressed for it? No. Exactly. Tell me more about 1986. Uh, we'll have to so take a photo of some kind, even though you're, even though you smell. Talking a little bit more about the Soviet Union, the very first Goodwill Games were held in Moscow, and Goodwill Games. Goodwill Games. Know, yeah, I've never heard of them. Um, so they were held by media mogul Ted Turner, and they were a multi-sport competition similar to the Olympics, and they were quite successful actually. They got three thousand athletes involved from seventy-nine different countries. And they participated in 182 different events. Mm. And at the end of the games, the first games, uh, the Soviet Union had won uh, the most medals. And um, the United surprise. States got second place. And uh, the Goodwill Games continued every four years until 2001. And know. that's an interesting idea, actually. Why should the Olympics have a monopoly on sports competitions? Well, they don't really, because they have football World Cups and they have rugby World Cups, they have golfing tournaments, they have athletics world championships. Mm, that's true. So but when it comes to, you know, track sports and right, the whole lot t- all together, mm. why not have like Ted Turner Games? Oh, sorry, the Ted Turner Games. They should call it, shouldn't they? Mm, that's I, don't, I wouldn't like that name. You wouldn't like that name. I'm just curious because if the Olympics went like horribly wrong. And <laughs> what do you mean? I mean, it hasn't gone horribly wrong already. <laughs> oh, I mean, oh, there was like 2004 with Greece and 2016 with Rio de Janeiro. Yeah, okay. If it went terribly wrong, then something. And if, if it went terribly wrong and there was some sort of massive malpractice within the Olympic committees right. that met, made people disgusted and offended, mm. Mm. Uh, what, what would that, people do? That, that never happens in sporting organisations. Oh, I see. Ever. They never, ever do anything wrong. Oh, okay. Like I FIFA, didn't. FIFA, like oh, I didn't consider that. Ever, oh. ever. They're like they're like holy people, oh. pure. As oh, okay. snow. Anyway, if something did go wrong, you're saying we should step in. No, no. I was just saying if something went wrong, would there be? It would, would it be good to have an alternative games to yes. suddenly jump onto? It would. Hmm. We'll it'd be the totally wired games. We'll call it. Uh, we'll sponsor it. Mm-hmm. We'll organize it. Uh huh. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> With with a photo of you in your smelly hoodie. This is the peak <laughs> um, male yep. condition. Is it? Mm-hmm. What you're currently in? Yes. Is it? <laughs> Athletes will be amazed. They they probably would, Jack. You could probably give some people a good run. I mean, a run, literally a run for their money. A literally run quite fast, can't you? Uh-huh. And for quite long distances, can't you? Uh, yes, you're absolutely. A good, you're a good yeah. runner, aren't you? Yeah, I imagine. At school, yeah. you were like, you know, like 
cross country champion. Yeah, or I like won in my year groups uh, yeah. consistently. Yeah, 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 and you still go running, so you'd probably be okay in that games. Whatever it's going to be called. Just for one event, though. Just for one event. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't fancy you much in the um, javelin. Javelin. Probably not there, throwing that spear thing. Uh-huh. Might be okay. Anyway, let's have some more music. Uh, this is uh, Big Black. That was Big Black and Jordan, Minnesota. Uh, I really, th- when I heard that the first time, it just really impressed me. Mm. I don't know why. Uh, and and I was thinking about the phone ringing because the phone rang and you pointed to it, like, didn't you? Mm-hmm. And you would you remember when it rang just now? 
Yeah, yeah you couldn't hear I'm it. Always, well, I couldn't hear it because I had headphones on. I was listening to music, but but you heard it. Yes. Or could you see it? Is there a light flashing or something? No, I could just hear it. Right. My hearing's obviously bad. Why um, are you mentioning the phone again? Well, because I never, I never want to pick it up in case it's someone saying, can you stop playing crap music or something? <laughs> you know, like someone who's upset or something, uh-huh. you know? But every time I've answered it, it's been someone who's been very pleasant, so mm-hmm. that's good. So don't anyone get any smart ideas about ringing up and saying, turn that crap music off. Anyway. Now we're going to get a hate caller. <laughs> going to get a hate caller. You've ruined it now. Have I jinxed it? Yes, you have. I think someone's going to phone with a big nasty. You know, with a, you know, what do you call it, attack on their put, shoulder. You, you can put them on the air, can't you, if you press a button here, and you, they can yeah, they can be heard on the air, can't they? Yeah. They want to vent mm-hmm. yeah. their vitriol. Exactly. Yeah. Anyway, Phantom of the Opera. Yes. So, Phantom of the Opera was originally a novel and it got adapted uh, yes. into a musical by Andrew Lloyd Webber yes. who also did Cats uh, uh, considering the Cats film that we uh, that released I think last year or the year before I think we I, we prefer the Phantom of the Opera now um, so it was released um, debuted on the West End in London during October of 1986 um, it was incredibly popular won musical of the year and uh then made its way to Broadway in New York in 1988 where it would win more awards and it's become the second longest running musical in the West End and the longest running musical on Broadway mm. it's estimated to have earned over 5 billion uh, and has 5 billion US dollars and has been seen in 148 cities by over 300, uh, 130 million people mm. yes uh, would you like to go and see it? no <laughs> Think about it. You can think about it. You were straight in with no, didn't you? Yeah. You didn't think about it at all. Maybe it's one of the least musical musicals, would like actually. A, would you go, like to go and see an Andrew Lloyd Webber musical? Or one of those musicals, like Abba the Musical? Well, I saw Cats and I... Uh, with the, well, not the, the, the musical. Stage, did you? Not on the stage, no. Just you saw on the film? A, just on YouTube. Uh, oh, you saw the, the film Cats on YouTube? Not the film, no. The musical. Oh, the musical? Yes. Okay. The that whole thing? Parts of it. Parts of it? Yeah. <laughs> And I just thought that, oh, wait, this is actually musically really uh, clever. Uh-huh. But, um... But the people dressed up as cats, weren't they? Yeah, the people dressed up, dressed up as cats. I didn't care about that. And honestly, actually, yeah, maybe I could go see it. Okay. Because... I'm not afraid to take you. I'm I had a good experience watching the Cats musical on YouTube. But, um... Uh, I'm just don't when really you don't like see musical, the Jack, you have to tropes sit, you have of to musicals. Sit, you have to sit with lots of other people watching it, you know? It's like an audience uh. thing. Maybe I should just watch it by myself. And you should probably have a bath before, or a shower before you go. Cause of course. If you're smelling, even yeah, even I if you're smelling manly, you know, like it might, people might not like it. Hmm. They might move away from you in the. I'd ruin the experience the, yes. for them. <laughs> <laughs> well, mm. I'm sure you wouldn't, actually. I'm not afraid to take you to a musical, Jack. I'm just wondering if you'd ever wanted to go. So you why did you ask me? Well, if you felt like going, is what I meant. You know, I don't uh-huh. want to go either. I never want to go to a musical ever. Mm. I've, n- I've never seen Cats. I don't like the tropes of musicals. The tropes, okay. Yeah. yeah. So, do you want to explain that? Um, there might be someone listening way that doesn't know what a trope is, Jack. You burst out into song in everyday life. <laughs> but um, then again, I didn't mind Grease. Didn't you? I don't think I don't think Grease was obnoxious. No. But. For some reason, I always presume like a musical will be obnoxious in some sort of way. Right. Um, but maybe it's just how they word the lyrics. I think so. 
yeah, I think it's the lyrics that yes. really yes. changes my perspective on a musical or not. I think some 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 musical songs they just kind of they like talking you through an, a narrative. Yes. Of the movie. Yes. And others just have songs in them. Like Singing in the Rain just has songs, you know? Yeah, actually songs. And I, I love songs. Than, rather than... I lo- well, that, that's why we're doing the show. Because yeah. we love music. We love songs. If music is full of songs, yes. I think that's good. But if they're talking, yes. just... Or just let, or moving, moving the story along a bit. In moving the story like, along yeah. through music, then it doesn't feel right. It doesn't yeah. feel like it's musical. It's not musical. Yeah. I don't think we're experts and we don't know what we're talking about, really, so... No, I think I know what I'm talking about. Oh, do you? It's not musical. Good. All right. Yes. Thank you, Jack. Uh, This is The... The...
that was Camper Van Beethoven <laughs> and Take the Skinheads Bowling which is a strange title for a song and for that the, the, and Sweet Bird of Truth uh, you ha- you're having a eureka moment there weren't you yeah to that about musicals I realised and you want to share it again yeah I realised why I don't like most musicals it's because they uh, they add uh, music to dialogue and that doesn't actually make it a musical that doesn't make it musical because um I think an important part of music, or lyrical music at least, um, is that uh, you add there's there's cadence to lyrics. There is um, there is you know timbre to music to to to, to songs to th- and the way that you position the words and um, arrange the way that you sing things uh-huh. is very important. Um, but if it's just dialogue and you're just singing dialogue, it doesn't really work most of the time it can work sometimes if it's comedic or if it's done in a clever way but um most of the time i don't think it um uh, it it works because it's just not interesting to hear a person sing about what they're doing um but it's interesting to sing hear a person sing about um uh how they feel and how they you know just mm. i get what you're saying yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, and I'm, I'm not, I'm not sure how to exactly to express this, but um, I think you just did very well. Okay. Yeah. What else happened in 1986, apart from Phantom of the Opera? Ah. Um. Uh, I guess I guess I could talk about um. Uh. I don't mean to Hands take Across America. Hands Across America. Yeah. So this was a charity event. Uh, it was held during May of 1986. Uh. A publicity campaign asked Americans to hold hands in a human chain uh, across the country, and six and a half million participated. Did it go right across the country? Um, oh, well, my so. information doesn't say. I don't <coughs> think so. Not, I don't think not, that would be yeah, enough. More people than that, wouldn't it? Yeah, but a lot of people joined in, and uh, the money was raised for charities to give to people in Africa. Uh-huh. Yep. That's, that's quite. I quite like that idea. Mm-hmm. It's quite nice, isn't it? Yep. Except you, you wouldn't want to be the one that's in in like the middle of the desert. Yeah, of course. You yeah. know, waiting for someone else to turn up to hold your hand. Mm, yeah. You know, like thirsty and needing a pee or something. Uh-huh. You know, like in the middle of the. You know, yeah. you'd have to be well organised, wouldn't yeah. it? Yeah. Reading about these charity campaigns makes makes me realise that people were a lot more charitable back then, and they participated <laughs> a lot more seriously in charitable events than yes. they do now. Yeah, yes, of course. Um, did, did you ever hear about Coney 2012? About what? Coney 2012. No. It was one of YouTube's first mega viral videos that you know got 100 million views in a week. And um, it was just about this guy who wanted to stop Joseph Coney, who was an African warlord. And um, they arranged a date for everybody to protest in cities to, you know, protest against Joseph Coney's existence. Yes. But there was no clear plan given to how to stop Joseph Coney, and what ended up happening is nobody showed up, <laughs> despite you know millions of people pledging that they would. Yes, and no one it makes up. me wonder if there was a slack, if people were more slack in 2012 compared to in 1986, or if the event itself was badly organised and there was no clear, um, clear mission given to stop Joseph Coney, compared to giving money to yeah charities in yeah. africa uh, I, I don't i don't i think people are just as probably motivated to get out 
and do things. We've got people protesting in Wellington at the moment, and and during the Black Lives Matter movement, people were out on the streets, weren't they? Yeah, they were. Albeit kind of perhaps breaking laws and things, but sometimes, not all the time, but some some of them. So I think people are probably still a bit as motivated. But you, I th- but I think having also having said that, people are more likely just to sit in front of a computer and and pledge their support, you know. And particularly as now we have, like, as we talked about last time, this this kind of give a little or those kind of charitable websites where you just kind of click and give money rather than actually have to put your hand in your pocket and put something in a little tub at the supermarket or something. Yeah. Which is slightly different, isn't it? Mm. Um, yes, yeah, so I think pe- people probably go out a bit less than they do. Maybe they did, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I think the internet maybe has made more people into hermits. Yeah. But there's clearly still hermits. Um, a... <laughs> Appetite to uh, to protest. You're right, actually. Yeah. yeah. There's still. I mean, I think if there was a virtual hands across mm. America, people would do it, wouldn't they? I don't know how that would work. You know. Yeah. <laughs> or if you just had to virtual stick, reality, stick your hand out the window. Mm-hmm. You know, whilst you still w- were watching YouTube, you could just stick your hand out the window. Uh-huh. That might. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I'm interested to find out if they actually how far they how far they got across America. Mm, yeah. Probably not very far. Just through you cities, know, probably. That's, West a good, that's a good, a good amount. It's a good amount of people. Though. It's it is half a million. Yeah, yeah. It's that's million. impressive, actually. Mm. Yeah. All right. Uh, thank you, Jack. This is uh, a band called The Wedding Present.
That was The Wedding Present from 1986 and a song called This Boy Can Wait. Uh, this is Totally Wild on Fresh FM and we're in 1986 telling the news and playing some songs. Uh, so that was called This Boy Can Wait and there was something that I waited for as a boy for a long time. Tell me what it was, Jack. The um, a, a massive t- tunnel between uh, yes, yes. Britain and yes. France. A massive tunnel between Britain and France. Mm. They talked about it like... I can remember hearing about it from the age of like five or something. We're going to dig a tunnel under the sea yep. that connects the two countries. And I thought that's just great. And it never happened until... 1986. Mm, they finally opened it, did they? Yeah. So well, they, they, they announced, finally said, we're going to make it, guys. And we're going to make we'll it. We've been talking about it for years, but yeah. we're going to finally make it. Now. Right. So they, did they start digging it? Yeah, they started digging it. And well, they, they planned to dig it, and then they <laughs> started digging it, and then they finished it. Right. Yeah. Not in the same year. Not in the same year. No, no. no. So we're going to have to wait for that one. Yeah. Again. Gonna I'll be wait patient. to announce it again. Yeah. Do you know? And I've never been under the. I've never been on the Channel Tunnel. What? No, I never. But you went to France. What as a, as a child? As a before you did it as a young man. Yeah, I did. We, I went on the boat. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't know why I didn't go through the tunnel. You go on the ferry. Depends on when you went. When did you go to France? I've been to France like loads of times. Oh, okay. Well, not loads. I mean, maybe fifteen or something times. That's still always quite always quite on a the lot boat. Of times. Always on the boat though. Okay. Never, hmm. never, th- never on the train under the tunnel. Did you land in a place like Dunkirk, Dunkirk or? No, Calais. 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 Mm. Okay. Yeah, or Dieppe, one mm. of the two. Yeah, or sometimes Ostend. Ostend. We go to Belgium. Oh yeah. How exciting! <laughs> Ferry trips I have done. Hmm. Mm. Uh, this is <laughs> let's play some more music before everyone falls asleep. Uh, Elvis Costello. Why do we care? 
Elvis Costello and the Attractions and a song called Tokyo Storm Warning from their album Blood and Chocolate. That was his kind of like version of Subterranean Homesick Blues, you know, the Bob Dylan song. <laughs> you know, it's kind okay. of like his... It felt very similar anyway. Uh, so this has been Totally Wild of Fresh FM 1986. Much um, groovier than Subterranean Homesick Blues. Much groovier. Yeah. You enjoyed that, didn't you? I did. It was a very nice song, yeah. Uh, uh, so what was I saying? Totally Wild, Fresh FM 1986. Yes. Join us next week and we'll play some more songs from 1986 and talk a bit more about what happened in 1986 I guess mm-hmm. alright have a good week everyone Good night. thanks for listening good night this is uh, by the way this is the Beastie Boys
podcast you just listened to was a live recording of a radio show first broadcast on fresh fm the top of the south's community access media station with support from new zealand on air the funding of access media makes these podcasts possible to find similar programs by other community access media stations go online to accessmedia.nz